Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. A 5-2 victory over the Chicago Blackhawks means a four-game winning streak for our Calgary Flames. Plus, Daryl Sutter brand Flames hockey. What does that mean? Episode 15 of Blasty's Corner on the other side. And the Calgary Flames have won the Stanley Cup! We're the winners! We're the winners! Yeah, baby! Yeah, baby! Yeah, baby! There it is, boys and girls. The Flames have their first victory against a Western Conference opponent this season, a 5-2 victory against the Chicago Blackhawks. And uh, it, it got, uh, it didn't get dicey, but, you know, it was 2-2 two, two, two tie game and about five and a half minutes left to go in the third. Uh, Matthew Kachuk deposits a puck into the net off a uh, well actually it was Seth Jones we should credit Seth Jones with that goal because uh, he actually deflected it off his skate and into the net for that game winning goal uh, if you do hear bells in the background I do apologize uh, I'm at my buddy's house their cats are in full zoomy mode they're adorable though so I'm not gonna do anything about that so just gonna let them live their life you know um, but yeah, I mean, the Flames had a great game against Chicago, uh, four game winning streak right now. And, you know, it was, it was, I was a little concerned heading into this game. You know, the, the Chicago Blackhawks had, were just ending a road trip of their own coming off a one nothing victory against the Vancouver Canucks, uh, two days prior on the 21st. They are struggling this season to say the least. Um, so, you know, having a pretty tight checking one nothing win over another team that's struggling, Vancouver, uh, could have given them the, moment, the momentum they needed to, you know, knock off uh, our boys who were coming home from a pretty lengthy road trip, a seven-game roadie, uh, and the it was teams of the past, Flames teams of the past, you know, they come home from a long road trip, it's... It's not expected, obviously, but there have been concerns of, oh, you know, maybe they take a night off. But that wasn't the case. Not with Gerald Sutter behind the bench. I mean, it was it was finally good to get some time off for the boys as well. I mean, we mentioned this last 
podcast episode that the Flames have the most games, or they played the most uh, three games in four nights series uh, since the beginning of the season. I I believe they've had five already uh, to start the season. So this week, they've only got a pretty light schedule, two games this week on Tuesday against the Hawks and Saturday, Hockey Night in Canada against the Winnipeg Jets. But getting back to the game against the Hawks, it was a tight-checking, good game all around by both teams. I mean, they they both grounded out, and it was a tie game after two periods. Dylan Dubé started us off with the first goal, 119 into the game, and uh, he came in and just fired a shot right at uh, Flurry there that got past him, and great to see that go in for Dylan Dubé. I mean, it was his... Uh, second goal of the season, and I, you know, we talked about this in in last episode. In the last episode, we he, he really needs to get going. Uh, assisted from the top pairing, Rasmus Anderson and Noah Hannafin, uh, they found Dylan Dubé streaking in for a great and wicked release from just above the hash marks there. So uh, good on Dubé to get that goal. Hopefully that gets him going. I mean, you know, we we mentioned last game. Hopefully that shorthanded assist would uh, be a sign of things to come and he's always been working hard this whole season I mean he's just hasn't the puck luck just hasn't been there for him and uh, you know now that he's got a goal under his belt he had an assist uh, going in that last game you know hopefully that gets him going a little bit It'd be great to see him score uh, a little bit more in bunches here, uh, get some more offense coming out of the bottom six. Milan Lucic then scores a goal coming out of the corner. Man, this was this this shot was a Milan Lucic of old from his Boston Bruins days. Just snipes and picks the top corner on Flurry there coming out of the corner. Um, that was after Brandon Hagel tied the game one one in the first period. Three goals in the first period, and you know the you could tell that uh, both teams were were pretty entrenched. The two goals on Markstrom were uncharacteristic. I mean, he he wasn't as sharp as in his previous few starts there, but we were able to shut the Blackhawks down pretty effectively. I mean, it, it showed in the fact that it was a 2-2 tie, 351 into the second, and it was was a dead it was a deadlock until about you know like I said five and a half left in the third when uh, Matthew Kachuk broke that tie and got the game-winning goal it's funny because I'm kind of at a loss of for words at this point because I, I'm so not used to having a team a, a Flames team play so consistently <laughs> You know what I mean? Like they've, they've, the last few games, they've consistently, just all season long too, to be honest with you. I mean, most of the, the, we were struggling at the beginning of the season, but I think that was just us adapting and and really buying into Sutter's system. But since we've figured it out, uh, we've, we've played as a very consistent, I mean, we're tops in the league or tops in the, in the Western conference, at least right now with 29 points. We are three points clear of the Edmonton Oilers, albeit they have two games in hand. Uh, The third spot in the Pacific Division is the Anaheim Ducks with 23 points, 19 games played. Uh, We are are tops. We're tied for tops in the league, honestly. I'm, I'm saying that right now. I'm looking at the standings. It's us, Carolina, and Florida who have the same amount of points 
Actually, Carolina's only played 17 games, but still tied for tops in the league with 29 points. And we are playing really consistent hockey. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's a weird thing to say because what did we say at the beginning of the season? The Flames struggled with consistency for the past, like that was their biggest MO the last several years. I mean, they will play one game and they'll give a full 60, but the next game they'll just not show up and lose the game and then go on a, a few losing streaks throughout the season. Not with Daryl Sutter, man. You can you saw it in the last four games. I mean, consistent effort, night in, night out. They don't take any shifts off. It's just go, go, go. Get after the puck. Make sure that the puck carrier on the other team has no room. Force a turnover. Get back in the zone, and away you go. Set up the power, not the power play, but set up the offense in the zone and uh, look for chances. And it's really difficult for the other team to score on you when you have the puck all the time. Puck possession, tight checking, that's been Daryl Sutter's game, and that's what he's instilled in these Calgary Flames. And that's something that you don't need a whole bunch of star power to, to be able to do. I mean, Johnny Gaudreau is really our only star. Matthew Kachuk is there. Elias Lindholm is there. But, you know, they're not they're not quite game breakers yet the way Johnny Gaudreau is. They'll get there, I think, with development and with time, uh, with more confidence. But uh, we can we can definitely develop them into that role. But the the style that Daryl demands is a game such that anybody. I mean, you know, that you you see how they're how the our fourth line is doing. Uh, Trevor Lewis, Brad Richardson, uh, Milan Lucic. They have played under Daryl before. They understand their role within the the line and. Uh, They've been extremely effective since since we've put them together, or since Daryl's put them together, um, and uh, it, it shows. I mean, Milan Lucic got a goal in in that game. Trevor Lewis uh, got that empty netter to relieve that pressure when the Hawks were pushing for that game tying goal uh, with less than five minutes to go in the third. So, I mean, they they just this team just looks synergistic right now like they've they understand where everybody's role is on the ice they know where each other are uh, they know what they're expected to do and I mean that's something that we'll dive into more in more detail after the break here but um, this is something that's uh I'm gonna say revolutionary yeah I'm gonna say revolutionary for Flames fans because we've never seen this before we, we've never we don't know what re- consistency looks like and and finally 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 we are gifted with good hockey i mean it's 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 really i mean just speaking to my friends about uh the games and and how we've been doing it's it's been mind-boggling to us i mean we just we we don't expect this this uh this type of this type of hockey this type of consistent hockey and uh, it's it's been fun to watch man and now that we've got that western conference win <laughs> under our belt uh i think i think the flames are, are good to to get rolling here it's stiff competition against the winnipeg jets on saturday night uh but that's going to be a good measuring stick game for us uh especially after having uh, a few days off you know historically the flames have uh been pretty limp after uh, a few days off and so we'll see what uh, what happens with with this little bit of hiatus right here but um yeah tuesday i guess they'll have four days off um tuesday to saturday so 
it's going to be interesting to see. But we'll take a quick break. After the break, we'll go over and kind of talk about what Daryl Sutter's brand of Flames hockey looks like. Stick around. We'll be right back. This is the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk on every team in the NHL. This episode of Blasty's Corner is brought to you by DraftKings. The NHL season is underway and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, has an unbelievable offer to celebrate the greatest sport on ice. New customers can bet just $1 on any NHL game and win $100 in free bets if either team scores a goal. Doesn't matter if it's a one-time clapper or a deft deflection. However they light the lamp, you win. If Sportsbook isn't available in your province yet, DraftKings won't leave you empty-handed. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contests. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN. Throw down $1 on any NHL game and win 100 in free bets if either team scores a goal. This is a no-brainer, guys. This week, one puck in the net nets you a big win with promo code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only, minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer, restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Now back to the show. This is the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk on every team in the NHL. And welcome back to the show. As I mentioned before, we're going to talk about Daryl Sutter style Flames hockey. And what does that really mean? And well, if you think that the Flames aren't getting the respect that they deserve through the media, you're probably right. But if you think that they're not getting the respect deserved through the rest of the league, you'd be dead wrong. I mean, we've been playing so well and so consistently that I'm, other teams in the league have begun to notice. And there's a very great article on The Athletic by Pierre Lebrun. If you don't have an athletic subscription, uh, there's also a great article on sportsnet.ca written up by Justin Bourne, where he just kind of compiles basically the most important parts of that article into his own article through Sportsnet. But check that out online uh, if you want to know more about this. But it's it's very eye-opening because, I mean, from another team's perspective, Ken Hitchcock, who is a consultant with the St. Louis Blues, uh, he has been according to Pierre, watching every single Flames game this season, trying to understand, obviously, the the way we play and the way that they can incorporate things into a St. Louis Blues system. And from what Hitchcock said, this is a direct quote, winning hockey is checking. Winning hockey isn't defense. Anybody can play defense. That just means you're mirroring people. Checking means you're playing through people. That's what his team, Daryl's team, does they play right through you 
Everybody calls it defense. It's not defense. It's checking. And a big part of checking is puck management. A big part of checking is getting the puck out of danger areas, getting it into the forward's hands as quickly as possible, and then hanging on to it in the offensive zone so that you get the team on the three-quarter ice game. And that's what Daryl's team is doing right now. They get you on a three-quarter ice game. They get the puck up to the forwards quickly. Everybody checks. Everybody looks the same when the opposition has the puck. And that's his expectation. Does that sound familiar? I mean, yeah, you watch how we've been playing recently, and that's exactly what we're doing. We're we're doing everything we can to get the puck out of our zone as quickly as possible. I mean, obviously, sometimes there are breakdowns. Uh, Guys maybe get a little too eager, don't look behind them, don't expect the pass. And then the defense are kind of like, well, I got nobody to pass to, so I got to go back in my zone. But for the most part, we've been very, very good at getting the puck out of our zone, getting into the neutral zone, chipping it in, and not allowing the other team to get the puck out because we've been relentless on the forecheck, getting bodies in on the forecheck, making sure that they can't get the puck out. And when they do get it out, we make sure that we're right on the uh, whoever the, the puck is passed to. We've got a body on that guy. Um, and we're in as close as possible so that they can't really do much with the puck um, other than maybe dump it into our zone, in which case our defense is back there to pick it up. Or our goalies are back there to um, give our, our, um, our forwards a quick up as well. And the three-quarter ice means that we're playing from our own blue line to the end of the rink, trying to keep the puck out of our zone as much as possible. And that's the success that we've been seeing so far. We've got a relentless forecheck and relentless attack. Um, and the advantage of that is not allowing the other team to change when you're, you know, when you're playing that three-quarter ice. You know, this is also what Sutter said in the article. He noted that... Uh, Building offense in hockey isn't just stretching and trying to get behind the opposing defenseman um, because it's it's used because of how it upsets defensive gaps. So through Sutter, this game has changed again in the last three to four years quietly because all these young stars around the league, most of them being forwards, are so dynamic that they don't play ahead of the game, they play from behind the game. Everybody thinks the game was about stretching it out and all those sorts of things. Well, now all these young stars have come in and they're playing the other way. They're gathering their speed from behind and getting the puck in the middle and attacking the defenseman instead of being behind them, that sort of thing. And, I mean, you watch Connor McDavid. I mean, we all know how he plays and how he builds up his speed and just cuts through the, I mean, the, 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 the easiest example of that would be that um, goal that he scored against the New York Rangers where he cut through four guys. I mean, just he just cuts right into the zone like like a hot knife through butter. And um, as a defenseman, you're skating behind you're, you're, or you're skating backwards, and you got a guy with Connor McDavid's skill, Connor McDavid's speed coming right at you. It's difficult to defend that because you don't really know where his stick is going. You don't know where the puck is. Uh, so it's that kind of... The game has shifted into that sort of attack formation, um, you can also see it when we try to attempt to enter the zone with Johnny in on the power play. What do we always do? We always skate it to their blue line and then drop it back after Johnny's had time to circle around 
in our own zone, pick up some speed, and then try to cut in and stick handle his way through the uh, the defenders. And if he can't, he dumps it in, and then we jump in to try to set up the power play. So that is the way that Sutter wants us to play: tight checking hockey, and that is been the most the, the biggest reason for our success so far this season and you can see it man like he holds everybody accountable nobody takes a shift off because if you take a shift off then you're going to be benched you're you're not going to play you're going to be a popcorn munching up in the press box um so he he holds everybody accountable everybody understands their role and the it shows i mean we've scored first in 16 of the 20 games we've played so far if we fall behind, it gets harder to open up the game. But tied and in the lead, you know, you we we have a very good way of of holding that lead. Once I mean, you're not chasing the game once you have the lead, right? And you're kind of forcing the opponent to come at you, and that's a way easier to react than to um, than to chase. I mean, you you watched our game against Boston, same thing. We kept, we did everything we could to keep the Bruins to the outside, shooting from the outside. We did not allow anybody to have very high danger chances within the middle of the ice. And when we did have those opportunities for the other team, as rare as they are, our goalies have been there to weather the storm and make that big save. Fladar and Markstrom have been having, like, they're the best tandem in the league right now. There's, there's no argument about that. Both of their save percentages are way, are above 940. Um, their goals against average is below two. Like they, these guys have been absolute superstars. And that also has a lot to do with the way our defense has been playing in front of them, the way our forwards have been checking in front of them. So it's just right now, top to bottom, the Flames are playing the best hockey I've seen them play in years and that is exciting to see that is what daryl sutter has brought to this team and i'm excited to watch more man i mean like i said before we're tops we're tied for tops in the league with 29 points uh let's hope that keeps going into saturday against the winnipeg jets stiffer competition for the flames but the winnipeg jets will be hosting the minnesota wild the night before on the 26th on Friday there. So, you know, maybe we can feast a little bit on the Winnipeg Jets backup goaltender, uh, but more likely, I mean, if if they were smart, they would play Hellebuck against the Flames. Um, but uh, yeah, the, the, the Jets aren't at full power yet. They're playing the Columbus Blue Jackets tonight, and they're actually on a three-game losing streak against the Oilers, Vancouver, and Pittsburgh. So... I mean, they're not they're not there yet, but this is still a very very good hockey club. Connor Hellebuck is an all world goaltender. Um, do not sleep on the Winnipeg Jets. They're going to be a a good team eventually by the end of the season. You know, just like Colorado's kind of struggling right now. Um, well, they're not struggling anymore, really. But you know, the same kind of idea. They're they're just taking a little bit more time to get going. They're still on the tarmac waiting to lift off, I suppose you could say. So keep an eye on them. They play the Columbus Blue Jackets and the Minnesota Wild uh, before facing the Flames on Saturday. And uh, until then, we will talk to you guys on Sunday. Stay safe out there. Go Flames, go. 
Oh, and don't forget to rate, share, and subscribe to the podcast. That'd be very much appreciated if you enjoy the podcast. Um, it'd be very helpful for me. Follow us at Blasty's Corner on Twitter and let us know what your thoughts are. I mean, I'd, I'd love to hear from you guys. And uh, oh, little Molly over here is asking for my attention, so I'm going to sign off and we'll talk to you guys on Monday. Peace. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network on Twitter at HockeyPodNet. New episodes every Monday and Thursday. Download at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from.